that you went home and swiped a ball that was signed by Babe Ruth. And you brought it out here and actually played with it and actually played with it? Yeah! Are you one of those people that has to know how much the Babe Ruth ball is actually worth? I was gonna bring it back, but it was signed by Babe Ruth! Yeah, you keep telling me that. Who is she? We'll keep it right here because today is your lucky day. The Sultan of Swat! King of Crash! The Colossus of Cloud! The Colossus of Cloud! It's time for Sports Collecting with Tom Morgan, sponsored by ERC Delivery and Huggins and Scott Auctions. The Great Bambino! Happy Saturday morning. I'm Tom Morgan with Vince Clemente of ERC Delivery, Bill Huggins of Huggins and Scott Auctions, and our producer, Tyler Aki. We're on every Saturday morning from 7 to 8. And we'll be joined at 7.20 by the unbeatable Nancy Huggins and <laughs> John Bulldog Drummond for this week's episode of Which Ended Higher and the Bulldogs Trip in the Time Machine. Now, there's been lots. Of, I've had a lot of cool stuff brought into T-Crown the last few weeks for me to send to Huggins and Scott. I sent in, this is the first time I ever had these. I sent in two pairs of 1985 Nike Air Jordan 1 shoes. Very one nice. pair was used. One pair was still new, like tied together and had a tag. And I, I think the one was size nine and the other nine and a half. So I thought mm, I'd have to kind of chop my toes off in order to fit <laughs> into those. <stuff. laughs> so we just sent them along. <laughs> so they're already listed. They're going to be in the November Huggins and Scott auction. So that was kind of neat. Some other items we, I had, uh, I always like it when people bring in cards from their collection when they were kids that they yep, still absolutely. have them. Because For I sure. hear so many stories about people who are like, oh, if I had only kept my cards, my mom threw them out when I went to the service or into college, or I don't know what happened to them. They just disappeared, yeah, yeah. whatever. Well, these were from the early 50s, and we sent in a 53 tops mantle for him and a 53 tops maze for him and the mantle came back a 3.5 which i was nice. really happy with that grade so that's gonna do that's real nice. well how so quick we, how that, quick did they turn the grading on that one do you remember that was pretty fast i'd Sounded say like it yeah what do you think bill maybe three four weeks something like that three weeks uh, i don't yeah I, I think they charged uh i don't remember if it was 150 or 300 dollars to to grade that but if it's over 150 they usually get them back to us in like oh a couple weeks that that's sort yeah. of what they call premium awesome. service yeah so it was you fast. pay for it you know yeah you definitely pay for it but i mean that's worth it yeah that for that's sure. gonna do real well now the maze hasn't come back yet i think so that one, maybe they did that one on the 150 and the mantle on the 300 level. But I, another collection that's in, we had the one gentleman who had the 61 Fleer basketball from when he was a kid. And we auctioned a bunch of those in the last auction, but he had doubles and some other cards that are in this auction. I, there's just something about it. Yep. When it was their cards where it's like, Absolutely. oh, that's cool. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I, sure. I, that, those are Those are always fun to bring in. Now, here's a drum roll. We had our winners from, remember preseason when we picked what the White Sox and Cubs records would be and who would lead 
the teams in home runs. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Tyler finished fifth. Vince finished fourth. I was third. John Drummond was second. And the unbeatable huh. Bill Huggins <laughs> wow. was first. What did I pick? What did I pick? I totally don't remember. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you, but now here's what I was thinking. If I still had my Huckleberry Hound and Friends lunchbox from first grade, that would have been your prize, Bill. But then there you go. I, that would have been proudly displayed in our kitchen. Yeah, yeah. But I don't have that. And then I was thinking, even if I did, what would everybody else get? So here's the, the answer. I just, Vince Ooh. saw me cut the seal. I've got a box of 2021 Pro Set Metal Football that I'm opening right now. Bill Huggins, you'll get first pick out of here. There's six autographs and six other cars. So everybody will get an autograph if they want one. Oh, I see the bottom card's a quarterback, so that's good. That's always good. All right, so let's just take a quick look at the regular cards. So Vince is not helping you open this? He had no choice. He would have. Yeah, he, he goes, yeah, how can you wait that the, long? <laughs> he locked the door so I can't get into where he's at. <laughs> oh. yeah. Okay, now here's a good non-autograph card. There's a Trey Lance card. It looks like kind of like a, a refractor numbered to oh, seven. Nice. Number two of nice. seven. Okay. And then the autographs are... Penny Sewell, alignment to 20. Uh, Let's see here. Warren Jackson, wide receiver to 75. Oh, Vince, this has to be yours, the next one. Or there's a couple down here. You know what it's going to be? A pack within a pack? Oh, pal. There's a redemption. I I don't know who it is yet. (laughs) Okay, next autograph, numbered to 10. Chris Evans running back. Oh, this is a pretty good one. Next one is Daz Newsome. This is a good box. Number to 30, wide receiver. Okay, here's the pack within a pack. Micah Parsons. This guy's okay. a stud. Yep. Auto card. Now, you don't know if that'll be numbered or not. And then the bottom one, Zach Wilson. Oh, okay. Auto number to 50, the quarterback. That's so, nice. Bill Huggins, what do you want f- for you out of that group? There's some good – we're all going to get for a good sure. card here. Yep. God, I need my shiny card coach with me here. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I always say when in doubt, go for a quarterback, Bill. Yeah. So, the Trey Lance numbered to seven unsigned or the Zach Wilson numbered to 50, whichever one – I would think one of those is going to be a good one. Yeah. Zach Wilson auto. I think the 50. Wilson. Yeah, yeah, I think that's. Vince will can't coach pass you. That up. He'll coach you up, Bill. <laughs> all right, but, all right, Vince. Who should I take? I think you should take the, the Wilson quarterback. Zach Wilson. 50. Yeah. Okay. I, I, now. I, I, yep. I can't go against my coach. So. Okay. <laughs> now, for me, I'm going to pick one for John Drummond at okay. two and me at three, but I'll let John have the first pick out of these two. So I'm going to do the Daz Newsome autograph to 30. And I, I got to save the Micah Parsons. Nobody's allowed. To, oh, well, you're going to have the next <laughs> pick anyway. Okay, yeah, then you know I'm going to do going. the. I'm going to do the Trey Lance card number to seven, even though it's not signed. And then we'll let John Drummond pick between those two 
and I'll gotcha. take the other one. Gotcha. Vince, and then I'll take the uh, pack within a pack. Micah, Micah Parsons, Parsons might yes. be defensive yes. player of the yep. year. I, I, yep. That's uh, rookie of the year. And what's exciting yeah. about those cards, they might give the parallels, but you don't know until you open it up. So you could get a one on one auto. So you never yeah. know. So it's exciting. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. something to look forward to. <laughs> yes. Now, you don't have to take that. I don't want to twist your arm. If you <laughs> no. want one of these other ones, you can. It's up to you. No, I'm good with my pick. I I'm thought the pack this. within a pack. Okay, now, Tyler. I'm going to get, I get to keep all the rest too. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, Tyler, uh, do you remember the ones that are still here from the autos? Chris Evans, Warren Jackson, and is it Penny Sewell, the lineman? Yeah. Typically linemen don't sell for much. Yeah, I'll take the, I'll take the Penny Sewell. Oh, you're going to do the yeah, lineman. I'm go okay. With the lineman. okay, that's for Tyler. All right, very good. Everybody's got their prizes We'll see what John Drummond settles on. I'll be happy with either one of these. Sure, absolutely. Then, so, so how I, close were we to picking the numbers writer? Okay, here's here's what it was. Bill, you got uh, – let me find the page here. Okay. Oh, I think I wrote it down here what place we were in. Okay, Bill got – let's see, you were – okay, since Baez actually had the most homers, I, I remember saying this at the start. I said if some of these guys get traded, which we thought they wouldn't, we'd use their full season homers. Sure. So yeah. Patrick Wisdom actually hit the most homers for the Cubs, but we're going to use Baez because he hit more for the season. Uh, he hit 31, and Bill picked. 33 and I picked 35 both with Baez so I was second Bill was first because he was closer in the Cubs wins they won 71 Bill picked 75 Vince 77 me 81 John 82 and Tyler 83 then for the White Sox everybody picked a Brayu but me I picked Luis Robert who if he had been healthy, he might have yeah. ended up with more than 30. But Abreu hit 30, and the closest to that was John Drummond, who picked 34. And I think everybody else picked more. And then in the wins for the White Sox, Bill and John tied at 90. Sox won 93. I picked 88, so I was third. And then Vince, 88, you were tied with me for third. And Tyler, 86. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. So, so it ended Sounds up good. And I, I'm just looking at it. I'm thinking, okay, Bill's first, John second. I, I think that's about right from here and that. Uh, so, sounds yeah, good. so that's how the prizes went on that one. That was fun. Now we're still yep. going to have the which ended higher prize. Hopefully our last show of the year is October 30th. And hopefully I'll have that metal pop century in for you four guys to you know, pick one of the four hits out of that. If not, maybe I'll save another pro set metal football and we'll do another one of those. Maybe I'll have, hold on to one of those. These are really nice. Cars. Yeah. Very nice. Absolutely. <laughs> I like them a lot. So sure. that was fun. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know how fun it was for the listeners out there who aren't winning <laughs> anything, but <laughs> all right. So let's see what else came in here. Um, there's a world 1959 World Series press pin program and souvenir hat for the White Sox, a hundred dollar minimum bid. They're not looking World Seriesable yeah. so far. 
I mean, the Astros are really good, but the Astros make the big defensive plays in the clutch situations. Everything's going their way. Both Sox starting pitchers didn't do that well. It, it hasn't looked good so far, but you're never out till you're out. It's no, just like you're in not. a poker tournament. That's right. If That's you have right. chips, you're still <laughs> a in. Chip in a chair, right, <laughs> right. Well, you know, the Cubs came back down 3-1 to one and won the World Series. So, yes, yeah. Know, Sox can win three in a row. and just Very possible. Tomorrow, do they play again today or tomorrow? No, they play tomorrow and Monday, right. and they're at Got home. It. So that yep. should make a big difference. But, yeah, they – Boy, you know who has looked good for the White Sox? Luis Robert. Oh, my yeah. gosh. He one-handed a line drive yes. off the left field wall. One hop the that. wall. Like, oh, jeez. Yeah. And, wow. and he's got like five hits, I think. And he's yep. been great ever since he came back. You know who yep. else was really good after his injury was Grandal, but he hasn't looked that good in the playoffs so far. He's nah. okay, but not that good. Yeah. 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 Well, so. they're still hope. They still haven't. They're not out yet. You know who has looked good? The Bulls in the preseason. They've got two blowouts. I mean, it's it's preseason, but they've these guys they picked up. What I really like about this, it's not just one guy who can pass. It's not just one guy who score. Really good passers on this team. Lonzo Ball, and he used to have the funkiest looking outside shot. His outside shot looks good now okay i mean just the his whole form and everything it looks really good and you know he can play d and and pass and see the court and all that then derozan's a real good passer vooch is a real good passer levine can pass with these other guys and now that he's played with the olympic guys with other good guys he's used to that and then Caruso looks like he'd be a guy playing at the Y, but he's really athletic, <laughs> and he's a really good passer. So having multiple guys, they're sharing the ball. If you share the ball and multiple guys can score and try on D, which it seems yep, like they're at least yep. trying, they're going to be in a, in most games. I think they're, they got a shot to be real good. I'm excited about them while realizing this is just yeah. preseason. But, and Patrick Williams hasn't even played with him yet in the preseason. He's, what is he I guess due back? What he is he hurt his back? ankle, and he's due back soon. He might, they might even have him in a, a preseason game. I think he's starting the year, but he'll fit right in with these guys. Javante Green has been starting, and, boy, that guy plays some D. He can leap, too. Yeah, right. so, I mean, he's going to be in their rotation they got guys who can guard guys if they need to. I, I, I'm excited about the Bulls. Well, They're going to be each, really fun to watch. Each year you're excited and knowledgeable about the Bulls, but this is the most exciting I've seen you discuss them and, and really come away with that they're a cohesive unit working together, yes. a team approach. That's yeah. good. In the past it was always, well, hopefully Markin develop, develops into this. Hopefully Wendell is a passer and a shot yeah, blocker. Right. Right. And then they'd get hurt, and then there weren't guys to help, and and it just didn't work out. This is like the they've got all stars, you know, yeah. and they've got guys. Okay, DeRozan, Levine, and Vooch have all been all stars, and you could see Ball and Patrick Williams being all stars. I mean, it's it's well, they haven't had multiple all star talent on this team in. I don't know how long, probably since uh, when Tibbs was there and Rose right. was still there, yep. you know, in yep. his prime. So anyway, I'm excited about it. At the very least, they're going to be fun to watch, and they should be able to compete with some of the other teams. 
Sounds so good. we got that going for us. Now, here's some other items that were in. These are political items, and this is going to tie in slightly <laughs> with what, with where the time machine is going with, with okay. John Bulldog Drummond today. <laughs> uh, U.S. President News Service photo lot, I think 33 of them, at least one photo, original photo, I guess, because they're news service photos of Woodrow Wilson to JFK of all the presidents oh, in be- between okay. their $200 bid on that. Another item that's in a Chief Justice Earl Warren single sign baseball with a $150 minimum bid. Have you ever had one of those, Bill? I, what? I, how do you think that one will do? I don't even know. I, I don't know that we've ever had one of those. But yeah. yeah. He did that famous Warren report uh, after the JFK assassination. Yep. So he'll always be tied in with that. I would think his stuff would have long-term value because of that, I would think. And then there's a, a, political, a political collection with LBJ posters and JFK <laughs> decals. You know, that type of stuff. A lot of people like that type of sure. stuff. So it, that is a $150 minimum bid. We'll see what happens with that group should be interesting and then here's something for your collection <laughs> a 1962 maris mantle stellar am radio <laughs> there you go and it works it works completely works facsimile signatures on it so it's not really That's signed cool. by mantle and maris and it's got like a baseball player and it's got like a bat uh, where you change the There's dial, the knob, you know, yeah, the knob is like a man bat. cave. Somebody yeah, get that for their man cave and the yeah. old look to it. If you had an, like an old sports designed <laughs> bar room in your house or something, this would be Absolutely. perfect. $250 sure. minimum bid for, for your radio that, and then you could listen to our show next year. If we're there back on in the spring, yep. now our, our show will end the October 30th, that's our last one this year. But the plan is to do more shows next year if, if we can get it together. Now, real quick here, we've got time for a, a one caller. We've got right. Mario from Bolingbrook on the line. Thanks for the call. Mario, what's up? Hey, how's it going, guys? Love your show. Um, Good, thank you. Uh, we spoke, I came into your shop before. I was a tall black guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah. you wanted my cars. I played basketball a lot. And, Simeon. Uh, yes, sir. Simeon. Uh, yeah. One, um, I had a card. Well, y'all still have those cards, a lot of cards. And uh, I got one card where I'm getting a lot of notice on. It's the Tom Brady uh, Fleer card. And, rookie? Uh, yeah, it's the rookie card. Ooh, in yeah. Media. And then now I'm getting a lot of hits on. I was, but it's not graded yet. Yeah, I didn't get it graded, but it's in, you know, top shape. Um, yeah, some of your stuff looked very, very nice and gradable that you showed to me. That was awesome. Yeah, I wasn't able to make it out to that car show, but uh, and I'm getting a lot of hits on it. I'm just wondering, like, uh, people are asking me for like 150 and 200, and I'm wondering, you know, non-graded, is it worth more than that, or should I just go ahead and get it graded? <laughs> If I were you on that type of card, if you want, you can bring it in and show it to me again, because I don't remember that one specifically, but I know you had nice ones. But to me, if it looks like it has a shot at a nine with an outside shot at a 10, I think I'd at least have either CSG or uh, 
SGC grade it, maybe not pay the 150 PSA, either that or maybe wait till PSA gets a little cheaper. Now, that's not a signed one, though, is it? It's it's just no, the it rookie wasn't. card. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. signed. Yeah, I would yeah. think, bring it in again if you want, but I would think rookie cards of Brady, if I have any, if I had any left, I'm getting some of Brady's second and third cards graded just yeah. to keep. So if I were you, I think I would get that graded, but either wait for PSA to uh, get cheaper or do it with SGC or CSG. Okay, so I could just bring yeah. it over to your store again? or I don't Yeah, know I'll look at it again sometime if, if you bring it in. Now, how are things at Simeon? They they had that recent shooting. Do you keep in touch with, with everybody there or anybody there that, that, you know, what's how everybody's doing there? Yeah, it's just an unfortunate event, um, you know, that's going on right now. Just hoping we can, you know, get our youth back and try yeah. to talk to them and steer them in the right direction. But it, it's getting hopefully better. You're kind of involved with that, aren't you, as far as working with with young people? Oh, uh, yeah. I used to work with young people and uh, do uh, substance abuse and things of that nature. So, um, like I said, it's just you got to take one step at a time and just try to grab one of them, one at a time and just try to help everybody, you know? Now, weren't you the guy that wore the first number 25? Yep. After, yeah. Yeah, I was the first person to wear Ben Wilson's number. Yeah, um, after Ben Wilson was shot also, which is, yeah, boy. Tragic. Yeah, yeah, and now Derek Rose was the last. So when they retired that, were you? do you know Derek Rose? Do you ever talk to him? Well, no, I didn't know him personal, but I was at yeah. the retirement ceremony for him and my coach, Bob Hamburg. And, but, you know, I met him and, you know, I yeah. saw him as a young guy. So I saw all his potential back then. So Yeah, very cool. Well, thanks yeah. for the call. I'm glad you called in. And then anytime you want to, well, I, I might be closing the store as soon as October 24th or as late as November 16th, depending on this one guy that's, so I'm not going to be at the store all that much longer. So if you can bring it in sometime in the next couple of weeks, I will still have, I'm going to still have my Gmail and be easy to contact though, no matter what, uh, even after okay. I close the store, I'm still going to have a business, but thanks for the call. Good luck with everything. Okay. All right. right. Thank you. Yeah. Time for a short break now. After the break, we'll be joined by the unbeatable Nancy Huggins <laughs> and Chicago Journalism Hall of Famer John Bulldog Drummond for this week's episode of Which Ended Higher. And also the Bulldog's trip in his time machine. So hang in there. We'll be right back. <laughs> now back to sports collecting with Tom Morgan. Sponsored by ERCDelivery.com and Huggins and Scott Auctions on ESPN 1000 and ESPNChicago.com. Welcome back. I'm Tom Morgan with Vince Clemente of ERC Delivery, Bill Huggins of Huggins and Scott Auctions, and our producer Tyler Aki. We're joined now by the unbeatable Nancy Huggins and Chicago <laughs> Journalism Hall of Famer John Bulldog Drummond. For John's so I, I, trip am, the- I am here. I just want to know why there's a chuckle every time. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, it's a happy chuckle, Nancy. I think it's a fantastic <laughs> thing you have. So every time I hear it, I chuckle. <laughs> it's a jealous chuckle. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and then now, 
Mr. Drummond, before we take the trip in your time machine, I just realized Daz Newsom got cut by the Bears. I thought he made the Bears. I don't know. Maybe he's on their, uh, the extra roster. I don't know. I thought he was going to make the team. But it's, so it sounds like maybe what you should take is quarterback Trey Lance numbered to seven as your pick, or do you want one of the other autographs? No, I'm, I'm t- I got booted off Newsom's now on the taxi squad, if that, so I guess I got no choice yeah. but take the kid from North Dakota State with the 49ers. I'll take Lance, the quarterback. Yeah, see yeah he's got up. a lot of lot, – he's playing some for them, and it's numbered to seven. This has some potential as a card. I think that's not a bad card to have it at all. So that'll be in your – your goodies envelope at the end of the month, John. <laughs> oh, yummy Tom, I can hardly wait. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now, do you have the, the time machine oiled up and ready to go? Well, it's all up, and partly because of a guy by the name of Tom Morgan, who suggested last week on the air, mentioned that Dwight Eisenhower injured his uh, knee back in uh, 1912 when he played for West Point. And uh, Tom said, hey, there must have been some other uh, people that went to the from the political arena to the uh, to uh, athletic prowess and vice versa, and who are some of them? So we're going to touch base on that in a minute. Uh, and I think also on that Army team, he was not the star that Eisenhower could have been. Eisenhower's career was disrupted yeah. by that injury. Was Omar Bradley, incidentally, who became a five-star oh, general too? I, if really? I'm correct on that, but huh. probably the most famous one that ever became a chief executive was uh, Gerald Ford. Gerald Ford was a center on the University of Michigan football team in 1934, and he was good enough to be picked the following summer to play in the college all-star game at Soldier Field, where the all-stars would play the pro champions. So uh, Ford was a good college football player, although Lyndon Baines Johnson once said, there's an example of a guy that must have played without a helmet on. But uh, <laughs> that was his views, and not everybody else's. And you got, there's others, of course. How about, how about a guy by the name of, uh, of uh, Whizzer White? Brian Whizzer White, he played oh, at yeah. Colorado. And then, of course, he was with the Lions a brief time, but more importantly, he was then a member of the Supreme Court, appointed there by yeah. Kennedy. Byron Whizzer, Whizzer White was on the Supreme Court, so there was another guy who had real athletic prowess, great start, Colorado. And then we got one, one for baseball. You can't forget about Jim Bunning. Jim right. Bunning, uh, I believe, was a guy that pitched a no-hitter in both leagues. And for a long time, he was a Republican senator from the state of Kentucky. So that was a legitimate one. And by the way, I want to point out right now, be careful when you look at a background, when you read obituaries or death notices or or, or biographies uh, when they're in the newspapers, that that, uh, the residents who submit those often embellish. The things that they embellish the most, of course, are their uh, athletic prowess, military experience, and academic achievements. So you got to be careful. There's a lot of BS flies through the air. I'll give you an example. The other day I was reading a guy. He was 89 years old. He was listed as a World War II veteran. And I thought it dawned on me, wait a minute, that guy was only 13 years old when the war ended. So I, like, I don't <laughs> yeah. think he was a World War II veteran, but enough said on that. But be careful of that. They do embellish a lot. So we're trying to give you those that I think are legitimate and not the result of a Hollywood uh, publicist, publicity guy. Uh, how about uh, Jesse the Body of Ventura? The Ooh, former that's right. I forgot villain. about him. Yeah. And he became governor of Minnesota. And uh, there were others. Uh, if you were down in the southwest in Oklahoma, uh, Nebraska, Tom Osborne was probably percentage-wise the most successful coach that uh, Nebraska ever Nebraska, had, the football team. Yeah. He was a member of Congress. Bud Wilkinson, on the other hand, was the head coach of Oklahoma, great coach. Remember, he was coaching Oklahoma at the time. They called Oklahoma and the Seven Dwarfs because uh, they beat the, everybody in the Big 8 Conference so <laughs> easily. And he was a shoe-in for political uh, 
uh, prowess with that popularity down there, but he ran for the Senate in 1964, the same year that Johnson ran against uh, Goldwater, and it was a big Democratic landslide, and he couldn't overcome that in loss, so it's not invincible on that. On the other hand, I remember in Iowa, the governor there was Herschel Lovelace, and uh, they asked him if he was going to run. Somebody, my friends told me this, that he, you're going to run for another term, Herschel. He said, it all depends on Evie, on Forrest Evashevsky. Evashevsky was the popular coach at Iowa, if, football coach, and if Evashevsky decides to throw his hat in the ring, the answer is no, I'm going to get out. But Evashevsky did not, and Lovelace then continued as uh, the governor of Iowa. But And by the way, Niall Kinnick, had he ever had not perished in that plane crash, and he had political ambitions, he could have been the governor of anything in Iowa for that matter. But there you have yeah. it, and also in the uh, you can't forget the uh, the Hollywood guys. A lot of people forget they were, remember Johnny Weissmuller, Olympic swimmer, uh, uh, Buster Crab, and last but not least, here's a guy I bet you forgot. The guy that you see him in movies in that era. A Turner Classic, some of the older movies, Bruce Bennett, they bill him as. His name, real name, was Herman Bricks, and he was a decathlon champion in the Olympics. So oh. Hollywood has sent some stars as well. But that's basically it. And uh, by the way, also, always remember in that era, not so much now, uh, again, about this embellishment. Every time you pick up a novel written about a Western hero or a or a. a a, a detective novel or something like that. The, the author always had to be a guy who was a, a, a former uh, lumberjack, a former um, uh, prize fighter, a former bartender, neither in the Merchant Marine or the Marines. So they always had those things. So I was disqualified <laughs> for writing novels anyway. But anyway, there have been a number. We've just there's more you could go into that uh, were athletic uh, stars who went, then threw themselves into the political ring and did very well. But there's just a few of them. I think some other names. I'm not going to. There was a one guy from Ohio. By the way, forget he was a quarterback at Pittsburgh, I believe, but he got in some trouble and was indicted for corruption when he was in there. So yeah. There's not all of them have happy endings by any means. Well, here's a quiz for Vince since he missed last week for a bonus point. Out of all these names that John just mentioned, which one was angry at John and his friends for cutting into seats in front of him at a football game or, or in the area around him. Out of all those names, let's see if you were paying attention. It, all those names. Out of all those names. In front of John at a football game. It was actually a, no, bo- a boxing title prize fight. That's correct. Oh, it was a prize fight. Yeah, but it was a Marciano Cockell heavyweight championship fight in San Francisco. Okay, and, and basically oh, he was ready to pummel John and his friends, <laughs> Army buddies. That's okay, right. Okay, real quick. You know, I don't it? know, but I'll take, I'll take a guess on. Uh, um, Gerald Ford. No, I, no, here's the hint. Johnny Weissmuller, you don't that's get an right. extra point. Oh, man. That's All, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now to the real issue here. Which ended higher? Okay, here's the totals. There's only this, including this week, four weeks less left, so Nancy has eight, and everybody else has five. So somebody better win four in a row if they want to unseat Nancy Huggins, the unbeatable Nancy Huggins. Okay? (laughs) Now, Vince, what we did last week when you weren't here, and once again this week, there's two tied at the front. Believe it or not, they two tied in the front. They left them all in because they they didn't want to take one of those out. Right, right. they picked the other three. Nobody got right. <laughs> nobody got one right last week. So, do you want to take one of the five out, or do you want yeah, to leave them all get, in? Get rid of number five. Number five would not have been the highest. 
1970 Brooks Robinson game used World Series bat, PSA DNA authenticated, went for a high bid of $1,600, and that would not have been it. Okay, here's the other items. Joe Cronin, single side, single signed official American League McPhail baseball. Cronin died in 1984. Next item, 1912 Boston Red Sox World Series program scored for game four of that World Series. Next item, Ed Walsh Sr. and Ed Walsh Jr. dual signed 1928 Reach official American League ball. I didn't realize this, but Ed Walsh Jr. pitched a couple of years in the majors. His father, Ed Walsh Sr., was a Hall of Fame pitcher, and he wasn't that good. I think he had over a 5 ERA junior, but he died at the age of 32 in 1937, so he died at a very young age. And then the last item, I was going to say Eddie Murphy. It's Eddie (laughs) Murray. 1980 to 83 signed game use bat PSA game use 9.5. And Vince, since you missed last week and you didn't get the bonus point, we'll let you go. (laughs) (laughs) Sign sign of things to come. Is that 1912 World Series program signed in any way? Uh, I don't believe so. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with the World Series program anyway from 1912. I'll go with it. Okay. All right, next we'll do Tyler. I'll go with the Eddie Murray signed bat. Tyler's going Eddie Murray. Okay. John Bulldog Drummond, what's your pick? Well, I'm going to go with a guy who probably doesn't have a ghost of a chance, but I admired him. He won a, a pennant with the Washington Senators and the Red Sox. Everybody's forgotten about him. I had his autograph. Maybe that's why I like it. I'm going to go with, uh, with Joe Cronin of the Red Sox. You have a Joe Cronin autograph? I had one at one time. Oh, I'm taking a flyer here just for, for that reason. <laughs> Only okay. That reason. And then Nancy Huggins. So I don't even know the, the Walsh's, but I'm going to go with them. Nancy's going with the duo, Ed Walsh Sr. and Jr. Okay. We've got two winners this week. Oh. One of the non-winners is Tyler, the Eddie Murray 1980-83 signed game news bat, $1,400. Next non-winner, Vince. You were close. 1912 World Series program, $1,900. Pretty strong. You know who that leaves, don't you? Yes. John Bulldog Drummond and Nancy Huggins each got a point this week. So John is in second place with six. Nancy has nine. And Tyler and Vince have five. And unless we're figuring out some way to get extra points, you guys are, are playing for we're second done. second place right yeah, now. We're but John, Bull, John Drummond still could, if he finish, if he wins out, he could still, or Nancy could get a negative if she's going out on a limb, which she might need to sometimes. So well, Joe it's not came through for you today. It was really eyeballing that Murray. Oh, Oh, good thing. Yes. All right. Well, that's the end of another episode. It's time for another short break here. Thanks to Nancy and John Drummond. We'll talk to you guys next week. 
Everybody else, hang in there. The number here is 312-332-3776 if you want to call after the break. But hang in there. We'll be right back. Now back to Sports Collecting with Tom Morgan. Sponsored by ERCDelivery.com and Huggins and Scott Auctions on ESPN 1000 and ESPNChicago.com. Okay, Vince, was that me or was that... Johnny yeah, well, I'm not sure. I think that might have been Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. I'm Tom Morgan with Vince Clementi of ERC Delivery, Bill Huggins of Huggins and Scott Auctions, and our producer Tyler Aki. If we're still on the air after that, <laughs> you know, we're Tom, on that until... could been, that could have been Carol Burnett too. She's yeah, 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 that's yeah. right. She used to do that. You're, <laughs> you're right. That's that, funny. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> okay, if you have a collectible you think might be worth something, you want to give us a call, or if you just want to call in, talk about the White Sox, the Bulls, the Bears. We got Justin Fields starting now regularly, yeah. so that's some. Just please protect them. Even with David Montgomery out, please still run the ball. I like uh, Khalil Herbert. I actually, he was one of my late picks in the fantasy draft we did online. I think he's he runs hard. I think he'd be okay. And then they still have Damian Williams. You got to run the ball. You can't just pass. Yes. Yes. And and you Absolutely. have to protect them. If you need two tight ends, they even last week they had they they still never really had a fullback, but I think they were putting a tight end in the backfield. Some get some protection for him, and he's going to hit guys. Yep. Just give them a yep. little bit of time. I think they so got I'm a good excited. chance to win tomorrow. I really do. They might. So, they, we'll they, yep. You never know. They might. I, I, I hope they can move the ball because, and then, you know, we, I never know this Bears team from week to week what goofy play calling they're going to do. <laughs> but I really like Justin Fields. I mean, he's got speed, 4-4. Four, four. Yes. He's yes. got mobility. He can. Did you see when he did that spin to evade the pass rush last yes. week? It was yes. that was unbelievable. Yep. yep. And then his long pass touch, which that was Mitch's biggest weakness, and also Justin Fields' intelligence, where he was number one on that intelligence test of all these athletes over the years, like thousands of them that took it. He had the number one. That's another thing I think he's got over Mitch. <laughs> yeah. Is that he has he has the intangibles. Now they just need to protect him and let him protect shine. Him. So we'll see. And let him get used to all the guys and everything. Boy, what a nice touch he's got on oh, the long absolutely. ball. Oh, my that God. one to Mooney about forty five yards yeah. down the field. That was Yeah, he, he's got real good touch. I had looked when they drafted him, I watched a video of every touchdown he was involved in at Ohio State run it showed everything but you know obviously their successes because they're touchdowns but his long you could see his long pass touch from that so i'm excited about him not necessarily the rest of the team but you know to me if Nagy lets his offensive coordinator do his job lets his defensive coordinator do his job just manage the other guys don't try to take credit for everything yeah let them do their jobs like a good manager should and just then he can be he's a good motivator yep. he's a he's a good talker and everything he seems to keep the team together do that let your other guys right. handle all the play calling and everything be more of a leader than actually getting involved with every aspect yeah. just lead and delegate and, yeah and, let them know, do their so. their jobs yep. Yep. you know speaking of fantasy i'm like okay 
I need <laughs> Chris Carson to have a big week because I, you know, I need to make a move. And he, and he's like neck injury inactive. Yeah. I'm like, okay, uh, it looks like it's not going to be my year for the football. <laughs> it happens. It happens <laughs> after that one. Yes, it does. Okay, let's see here now some other items that are in for the November Huggins and Scott auction. There's a lot of 44 comic books in nice condition that I think they're selling them all as a lot. There's a lot of comic book lots at Huggins and Scott. And really, you can get some decent deals on if you like the comic books. This guy had cardboard backing on a lot of them. So I think that along the way, they kept them in good shape. So it'll be interesting to see how those do. And then uh, another group of baseball cards i sent in for a, a listener from 1968 to 72 with it had a johnny bench rookie a 69 tops mantle card i like the 68 superstars card that pictures Mays mantle and killabrew together on it that was in there so a lot of good stuff in for the november huggins and scott auction you can go to huggins and scott.com we've got uh, let's see, Tom in McHenry. You're right. What's up, Tom? Welcome <laughs> to the show. Yeah, thanks. Um, I listen all the time. Great, um, thanks. My great uncle, Tom J. Foley, was a boxer. Uh, he was oh. average, but he wrote a book. You guys might want to jot this down. He wrote a book in 1930 called The Old Timer Sports Records Compendium. Okay. And what he did is he listed all the boxing matches from the 1880s to 1930. Yeah. Uh, in the book, I've got signatures. He became he was best friends with Sailor Tom Sharkey, and they oh, eventually yeah. had a boxing school together in San Francisco. So what I've got is signatures in this book. I've, I've got three copies of it, um, but in the book I got from my grandmother. I got signatures of Jim Jeffries, Gentleman Ooh. Jim Corbett, Tommy McCoy, Jack Dempsey, etc. Wow. And I've got a slew of stuff. Of They were buddies with Jack Dempsey, too. He owned a restaurant uh, yes. somewhere. I don't, I don't have it in front of me. But I have, I have two signed, um, like, postcards of Jack Dempsey uh, with his restaurant on the front of it. Yeah, very so, cool. Yeah, without seeing it, but um, I'm never going to get rid of it. But um, but this uh, the, this particular book, and it's in excellent shape, has all these signatures of the early boxers. That's neat. That would be, if you ever did decide to run it, that would be a, a great auction item, don't you think, Bill Huggins? Oh, yeah. Gosh, I mean, especially Jeffries and stuff like that. The Jack Dempsey yeah. signed uh, post a lot. We've run We've run those before and stuff like yeah. that. And, and sign menus from his restaurant. But yeah. when you mentioned Jim Jeffries and those guys like that, they, I don't even know how many, very few autographs of those exist. All together in a book like that, too? That's just awesome, Tom. I mean, that's a great, if you pass that down through your family, you know, that. but if you ever do decide you want to sell it, that would be a great auction item. I got one more. I got one yeah. more. Uh, John Drummond la- last week was talking about wrestlers. Yeah. <laughs> He didn't mention Yukon Moose Cholock, okay? <laughs> my, my mom my mom used to live on the south side, and she used to go to the beach club. I'll bet you John remembers it. But it was uh, called the beach club. It's long gone. Okay. But Moose Cholock owned it. So I have a, 
I have a signed calendar from 1964 Whoa. from the beach from the beach club of of Yukon Moose Cholak. We'll have to see if John Drummond takes us in the time machine to <laughs> to where Moose was at on that one. That's a good tip for next week, Tom. Thanks. Okay, I'll All have right. to bring it in. I've been I've been meaning to get into your shop. I, I live north of Woodstock, so it's not uh, convenient for me to get to Naperville. But yeah, especially I'm, in- I'm only open ten to two now, Monday through Saturday, and I'm. I'm going to be closing the shop and just doing online after that, but I'll still have the same Gmail website, still taking stuff for Huggins and Scott. Still going to have a business, have to, but I'm, yeah, but I'm yeah, going to be closing I'll have this, to bring this them in. No, I'll have to bring them yeah. in, especially the book. Yeah, so, I'd love uh, but, to uh, see it. Yeah, if you guys want to look this up, he listed. I, I Apparently, I, I read some notations from my grandmother's uh, notes that he was given some uh, crap about uh, uh, some of this. Okay. But it's it's very factual. It covers the bare-fisted days. Very cool. Um, Tom, we're going to have to, we're, we're in the last minute here, so I'm going to have okay. to let you go. But okay. thanks, and I I'll, hope you can bring that in. I'd love to see it. All right. Okay, have thanks. a good one. Thanks for listening. All right, everybody, it's the end of another show. Don't forget to check out HugginsAndScott.com and Bill Huggins has stuff getting added to that site every week. Vince at ERC Delivery off to the golf course today. But yes. good, that, good <laughs> that you get a little time away from ERC. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then I'm at uh, Triple Crown in Naperville 10 to 2 Monday through Saturday for at least a couple more weeks. And thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great week. We're on next week once again.